Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, everybody. Cheryl Ackeson here. Welcome to a special edition of Full Measure After Hours, a quick turn of an interview with a constitutional attorney representing a Michigan voter in a case that managed to get access to two Dominion voting machines for forensic analysis. Today, Monday, December 14th, the judge allowed the report to be released to the public. Constitutional attorney Matt DiParno describes what it found. The gist of the lawsuit alleged that the, the election in Antrim County was not fair. There was a switch of votes in the uh, county, and in particular, there were several down-ballot issues, including uh, a school board election where we saw votes flip on election night, and we wanted to test the accuracy of the election and ensure that my client's vote was actually counted. And is this ultimately, though, to help with the presidential election? It's ultimately to help in any way that it can help. I'm not, uh, I don't uh, work with the, uh, the Trump campaign. I'm not part of his legal team. But certainly if this helps them, uh, then that would be great. And so it's my understanding you, you accomplished quite a bit because you got the judge to agree to let you examine some of the voting machines in question, is that correct? Correct. He allowed us to take forensic images of the 16 SIM cards, the 16 uh, flash drives, uh, and the the main uh, election um, server that is held in the county building in Antrim County. And are those Dominion voting machines? They are. And what did you find or what did your expert find? Well, what we found is the system is set up in a way to create massive errors. It has a 68% error rate, um, no matter what uh, software version you're running. So you're running the latest software version, you're still gonna get 68% error rate which is higher than the federal limit of one in 125,000. So, so, you're, so these voting machines, the voting machines by federal law must have an accuracy rate that's so good there's only fractional tiny errors that could be found? Correct. One in 125,000 ballots. And instead it was what, limit. 68 and 100? Yeah, 68% is what the machines actually run at. Is there any doubt about that? No, none at all. 
And so if there was an error, explain how that could be used in a way that your client would, it would worry your client. Does that send them for some sort of adjudication where they can be manipulated? Yes, that's exactly where they go. So 68% of the ballots go into a file where they're then sent somewhere for bulk adjudication by someone with zero oversight. And how many votes are we talking about in Antrim County? Uh, in Antrim County, there were 16,044 ballots cast. Does the examination that you did extrapolate to other counties and other states, or is there any way to know? Is this an anomaly there? It's definitely not an anomaly. It's the way the software is intended to run. So yes, it would, it would uh, extrapolate to uh, all other counties in Michigan, 48 other counties in Michigan that run this software. What about other states? Every state that runs Dominion. So this is something that comes with the software, not something, according to your forensics, that somebody in the state or in a county somehow reprogrammed or changed? No, nothing like that. It, it doesn't, the, the Secretary of State, right after the election, Jocelyn Benson, came out and said this was human error because one precinct in Antrim County did not do an update on the software before the election. I remember that. Wasn't but that something like 6,000 votes were at issue that had done something yes. switchy? Yeah, so on election night, Antrim County flipped. Um, it was it went from, um, uh, uh, it just flipped the exact opposite. Uh, Joe Biden won 60% to 40%, uh, which isn't true, but the votes just flipped. They were just reversed. Well, is there a way to show that uh, so, what is there a way to show that what you found means that Donald Trump won that county or that there was some other result? Is there any way to know? Well, we know that Donald Trump won the county because after the flip was recognized by residents, they called the county clerk and said you need to fix this. So the county clerk looked into it and did fix the results and they flipped right back once the county clerk realized what happened. And was that the 6,000 votes or was that a different number? Yes, that was the 6,000 votes. What would they say to the fact that you have a forensics exam, but they claimed, as you said at the time, that first they said it was a software issue, but then they said it was human error. That's in conflict with what you found, right? Yeah, that's their story, is that it was human error. But what we found is it's not human error. The software is designed to create errors. That's part of the programming. That's how it works. Even if you're running the latest version of the software, it's still going to have 68% errors. Those ballots go into an adjudication file. They're bulk adjudicated by someone somewhere with no oversight and then sent back to the machine for tabulation. That's how the software works. That's how it's designed to work. Why did the judge keep this report under seal until today, do you know? Well, he, when he initially gave us permission to um, 
conduct our forensic examination. He entered a protective order um, out of caution that, uh, and he wanted to see our motives, I believe, and ensure that we weren't um, coming in for some malicious reason just to uh, grab the Dominion Code and release it to the world. And that's pretty standard in any lawsuit when you're dealing with proprietary information or software or source code. So he did nothing wrong there. Um, And once we conducted our examination, I went back to him with a motion that I filed on Friday, and I asked him if we could release the findings of our report. I had to send the report to him and opposing counsel. They all reviewed it, and the judge made his decision today that but for a couple of redactions, uh, we could release the report. Back with the rest of the interview after this very short reminder to support independent off-narrative journalism, order my new bestseller, Slanted, how the news media taught us to love censorship and hate journalism. Do you have something to say and want to make your own podcast? Let me tell you how to do that for free with Anchor. Anchor has creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. You can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's all you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, the other side takes issue, right, saying there's misunderstandings and misinterpretations? Of course they do, because Secretary Benson lied to everyone when she said this is human error. And keep in mind that this is a small county in Michigan. The people who run the elections are generally elderly people in each precinct. They're just trying to help out. Secretary Benson spent zero dollars through the CARES Act in the last two years training people on this software. Instead, she spent millions of dollars putting Zucker boxes in Detroit. So when the software runs properly, what that means is it's actually generating errors for mass adjudication. What's a Zucker box? Function. Um, So, but then they have cover to blame people. That's how it's functioning. When an error occurs, it's someone else's fault. It's a human error. That's their back cover for um, stealing votes. What is a Zucker box? A Zucker box is those boxes they put all around in the the big cities, the Democrat-run cities, um, funded by Zuckerberg for ballot collection, mail-in ballot collection, absentee ballot collection, and any other ballots they wanted to collect. Um, So keep in mind, this software, even if you don't vote for anyone, if you have a blank ballot, you run it through the machine, it just generates an error which goes for mass adjudication. Doesn't reject the ballot, it sends it into the mass adjudication file. Well, there was a video online that showed an example of a blank ballot going into a machine and the adjudicator was able to fill it out and have it accepted. 
as a legitimate vote. Is that what you're talking right. about? Right. That's, that's, that's the process. That's actually how the program is coded. That's the, that's the software's intent. That's Dominion's intent. What can be done with the information? What is the judge, depending on the ruling, what happens? And when do you expect that? Yeah, um, well, he already made his ruling today. He allowed us to release the report. But does, is, there a bigger, is there a bigger decision that determines whether your client's vote was wasted or not? Or is this it? Sure. Now we'll go through discovery and we'll have a trial. Just like a normal case, that's, that's exactly what would happen. Now we go through discovery um, and uh, proceed, take depositions, etc. And through the discovery process, do you think you can get potentially at the heart of how this programming was done, how the software was designed? Well, I'm not sure that's much of an issue anymore, but sure, I guess we'll take that up through the discovery process. We understand how it was designed and we understand how it works. Well, the question would be if you found, my question would be, if you found the designer and you could put them under oath and ask what was the purpose for creating such a system and were other systems like this and was there any coordination, you know, any sort of plot or scheme or is this just something that happened by, by itself? Sure, I think we'll we'll be able to get into all of that stuff and, and try to figure all of that stuff out. Um, I think that'll be part of the process we go through here. But I think we have a very good idea of what the intent was already, but we can fill in the blanks as we move forward through discovery. Our case doesn't end, and we still want to ensure that my client's ballot was counted. If the judge were to find in your favor down the road that your client's ballot was not counted properly, what happens or what's the potential remedy? Well, I think his, his, his ballot has to be counted. But, but right now, what we know um, is that when we looked into the log files, in the Dominion system, we found log files for the elections going back to 2018, 16, and 14. They had the election logs going back that far. For this race, all of the election logs, the tabulation logs, system files, including the files that would show us internet connections, had all been removed. They were removed on November 4th. And were you able to recover them? Uh, we have not been able to recover them yet. Is this We're still searching. We've only had the data for a week. Is this a potential criminal matter? In other words, that's probably not your concern, but has somebody contacted you or has anybody from the Trump campaign been in touch today? Well, no one has contacted me from the state of Michigan, and they should have, I would have thought by now. No one from the state police. Dana's ne Dana Nessel's office is completely silent. Uh, she's the attorney general here in Michigan. No word yet from Governor Whitmer. No word from the state police. I can't infer people's intent based on, because uh, um, I haven't interviewed them yet. All I can do is read statutes, and statutes make it a crime to delete election records for 22 months after an election. And we know for a fact that these records were deleted on November 4th.
Nope. I, I think this is, is quite explosive, this report that we put out today. And it shows that, that the Dominion uh, voting system uh, is designed to corrupt the election process. Oh, final and question. Certainly, and certainly, certainly the Antrim County election results should be decertified. How far ahead is, was uh, Joe Biden in Michigan, do you know? I think he was a hundred, I'm going to guess, so don't quote me on that, about 150,000. Okay. You know, Donald Trump was ahead uh, by about 400,000 going into 2 a.m. when they stopped counting votes at the TFC Center in Detroit. Uh, And then you saw that massive injection of votes. Um, So... It uh, so that's how it happened. Would would what you found imply that the other elections were conducted the same way in the past, or just this one? Uh, we don't know that yet, but certainly we can say that this election was fraudulent. That was Matt DeParno, constitutional lawyer, in a Michigan lawsuit where two Dominion voting machines were forensically examined. Dominion Voting Systems has denied all allegations of impropriety or wrongdoing. DeParno's courtroom opponents have said the forensic exams misinterpret or misunderstand the evidence. You can see Dominion Voting's full position by checking out online, Dominion Voting, and setting the record. If you search under those phrases, their position will come up. Among other things, Dominion Voting says all 2020 election audits and recounts using Dominion technology have validated the accuracy and reliability of results confirming the integrity of election outcomes. Dominion also says, baseless claims about the integrity of the system or the accuracy of the results have been dismissed by election authorities, subject matter experts, and third-party fact-checkers. And Dominion goes on to say, malicious and misleading false claims about Dominion have resulted in dangerous levels of threats and harassment against the company and its employees, as well as election officials. The U.S. Department of Justice has previously said it found no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency has said that the 2020 election was the most secure in American history, and there is no evidence that any voting system deleted or lost votes, changed votes, or was in any way compromised. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and that you'll check out my Sunday TV program, Full Measure. Also, for off-narrative news, check out CherylAckison.com and my other podcast, The Cheryl Ackison Podcast. Consider ordering my new book, my bestseller, Slanted, How the News Media Taught Us to Love Censorship and Hate Journalism. There's still time to get it for yourself in time for the holidays, for Christmas, for yourself or someone you care about. Support independent journalism. Do your own research, make up your own mind, think for yourself.